You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? And good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the what's left of the Radio TFI streaming network from the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And boy, I'm, forget, I'm forgetting about this pointing stuff anymore, and you'll see why after a bit. But from the... Uh, uh, excuse me, Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've all had a fine and fantastic week. Uh, it's been wonderful over here. We, um, what was I going to say? I have no earthly idea. I want to give my big thanks to the graphics department who were up all day yesterday creating the new graphics you're going to see today and henceforth. And uh, young Mr. Shannon, how the heck are you today? I'm just fine. Everything's going just ducky. I'm ticked off that I have to wait until tomorrow night to watch my Vikings play. But Aww. you know, Aww. what the how hell am do, I gonna? How they do last week? They, I honestly don't remember. They kicked them some Packer ass. Oh, they did. They did. Okay, we'll talk about yes. that in an hour two and football and all that stuff and. Uh, how uh, how you got caught cheating this week and all those? Oh Jesus! Stuff. So all I'm going to do is preface this by saying that the cream always rises to the top, unless you're at Hardee's. <laughs> oh, can't wait till we get to that story. No, 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 no. So, without further ado, what say? What do you say, John? You ready for your favorite favorite? Hold on, let me get just the headsets here. Just the headsets. You let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by the Graphics Department. Uber closed the week at $31.93, up 15 cents. Lyft closed the week at $16.27, up $1.30. Tesla closed the week at 303.35, up three dollars and sixty-seven cents. Has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. <sighs> Don't look now; they actually look like they're going to start making money, huh? I know, I know. What's that? I don't know. Well, anyway. hey, as you as you can see, we have a, a, another face here in the uh, 
in the bottom, uh, as you're looking at the screen, the bottom left screen here. He's in the, he's in the Charlie Weaver seat. Yes. Yeah, yes. thank you. <laughs> Could be worse. You. And <laughs> uh, anybody knows that reference, good luck. <laughs> good luck to you. Exactly. <laughs> That's Cliff Arquette, maybe. But he That's is different. joining us. Joining us here once again from the Beto for Texas studio in Wichita Falls, Texas. It is my good friend, Mr. Bill Fancher. Welcome. Hey. I don't you don't have to do that shit for me. Oh, sorry. I had to do that for me. You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. We'll get you squared away. I got him squared away. I'll get you squared away. Just do it. Just do with it like I do. You see that big pile of them here behind me? <laughs> when when I when I get enough when I get enough, in, they'll be great for starting the old bonfire. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Throw them in the fireplace. There you go. That's absolutely how we're going to do it. So, Bill, how you uh, how how'd your week go here? Uh, another week in paradise. Yeah, I understand you were out. You were entertaining the thought of computer shopping. Oh boy! So you didn't have to, so you didn't have to use your phone for this uh, setup. But uh, hey, tell you the truth, well, he was about ready. He was about ready to pull the trigger on it, as I understand it. And let John at let John Bill, whoever the hell he is, the guy below me, let him answer the question. Well, I'm just still gawking around at stuff, and you right. know. I'm going to do a little more due diligence and we'll go from I've there. I've already told you everything you need, so. Oh, yeah, and that was my problem. Oh! <laughs> Thanks, Bill, for joining us. Uh, yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Hey, listen, before uh, we get, uh, while we're still on the, the, the heels of the uh, market uh, report, uh, your uh, Ed, your friend, uh, Mr. Ken Coons, shared a. Uh, Ken Coons, uh, all's forgiving. Ken, come on. He uh, he uh, shared an industry uh, story here. Apparently, the FTC uh, announced on Thursday that it plans to crack down on the exploitation of gig workers. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's so funny because right now, right now, of course, we all know anybody that has any ounce of familiarity with Uber and Lyft knows that they are right. In this case, Uber and Lyft are right. These drivers are independent contractors. But the problem is, is that Especially for the long time or for the long timers who know this, the rideshare, we call them what you want to call them, TNCs, pirates, whatever the hell you want to call them. <laughs> pirates. Sold these drivers, actually sold the customers a bill of goods too. Oh, they sold them a couple of bills of goods. And, and so what the FTC and I, I I didn't really get into the story. I know Ken had passed that along, but I'm going to guess probably what's going on here is what happened in the taxi industry 50, 60 years ago as they started clamping down on companies 
brutally uh, mistreating drivers and all that to where we got to the point where we now have, what's the word I'm looking for? Regulations. Yes, regulations. So that companies and drivers just can't run amok out there. But, you know, it, it's this is the taxi industry take two. It's 2.0. We're, we're just redoing it again. This is this is uh you know the reboot if you will we're rebooting the franchise. This is uh this is the new Batman. I'm Batman. Because all this all this ever was was just a high tech gypsy cab service is what that's what I was going to ask you if that was qualifying as gypsy cabs. Oh, without question, without question. But uh, anything else in the article that might be interesting, John or? Uh, well, no, just the same, uh, just the same thing. Uber and Lyft are claiming that uh, their drivers are independent contractors, and they're right. They're not wrong about that. That no, I, I will on that one narrow issue. I will fully agree with them. They are one hundred percent right. Anything else they would have to say is just a load of malarkey. As okay, uh, so what's what's the point with them trying to prove they're independent contractors? They don't have to pay benefits. So, or so that they don't have to give them, and so they don't have to treat them well. They don't well, have to that. give them anything. Well, it was the same way when John was working for me. He was an independent contractor. He used to kick his ass every day. Yeah, and, and deservedly so. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but but uh, in all seriousness, what is this I mean, guy doing up here on my wall over? There. What 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 is this crap up here? Oh, just leave it. <laughs> uh, but I mean I mean you've got to get down to look, taxi companies don't always treat their drivers well, great. Usually with great indifference. That would be the uh the the overwhelming sentiment that you get. I mean, some are better than others, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, different days. But for the most part, it all boils down to you don't like it, you can leave. There's nobody holding you here. Uh, there's not going to be any great tears if you walk out that door and never come back. Believe me, how many millions of people have walked out of a taxi office never to return again? Not, I'll tell you a quick story. When I, when I had my, my own, an independent cab company, guy from, Guy came in, blah, blah, blah. Okay, can I want to drive Sundays? Great, come in Sunday morning. We'll have a car for you. I was working the dispatch shift that Sunday morning. He called. He said, I'm at such and such street. I want to make sure I got the address correct. He was literally three blocks from my office. <laughs> that, that was in 2004, I believe it was. Still haven't heard from him again. He just... He just never, never, he was literally three blocks away. Never showed up. Never answered his phone again. We tried. We tried for the better part of a year just to find out what happened. It went wasn't about got, Went out and got scratchers. I guess he must have won. Uh, he was in the car, you know, but again, it, <laughs> everybody's an independent contractor. You, look, there was no great big celebration when I left after 34 years. You know, and there won't be one when John leaves, uh, because why we're independent contractors. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's, and right. that's the only thing I will ever agree with Uber and Lyft on is that we are independent contractors. Uh, they're never going to treat their drivers well. They're never going to treat their customers well. 
they don't have customer service anymore. It's there's no more phone calls. You can't call customer service. And uh, oh, which reminds me, kind of how I, unions got started. Uh, that's basically it. And uh, you know, there's the a, thing is, he, is the, one, the one thing I've noticed about this industry when it comes to unions is that. You can have a you can have a group of drivers that you know that'll want to go on strike, and there'll always be about uh, ten or twenty scabs, depending on how big your your fleet is. There'll always there'll be a bunch of them that say, "Screw this! This is when I can go out there and make my money." And make some money. By the way, with cab drivers, it's never a strike; it's a work stop. But you can't strike; you're not an employee. Yeah, well, you know, figure that. Uh, I. Uh, yeah, that's you. Can, you can't get three cab drivers to agree where to have a cup of coffee, let alone. And John, John's not wrong about this. Uh, at one point during my taxi career, I had moved over to the uh, town car side of the company. I was dispatching for them, and uh, there was this big work stoppage. The, the rates were going up. I mean, our rates, the drivers' rates, the meter rates had gone up, so the company. As it as it happens, then they're going to bump their rental rates up a little bit. Well, a certain segment of the uh, the driver population went cuckoo, go nuts, and they held what they referred to as a strike. You could, there were fares everywhere. Meanwhile, I'm stuck in the office. I turned to my boss. I said, uh, "Can I get the rest of the day off? I want to go grab a cab." <laughs> Guys were telling me they were, especially in the airport, you couldn't go through, you couldn't make it past the first terminal in the airport. There'd be mobs of people there. Oh, that was, the next time they did it, I was out on the street and oh boy, oh boy, was that fun. But that's why you can never have a strike because nothing, nothing successful. And by the way, it's been attempted to get the only quote unquote, a driver's association, if you will, in Broward County, Florida, was a hundred almost a hundred percent made of the Haitian dri- cab drivers. A couple of us went to one of their meetings one night. They were trying to build build this union, and uh, the looks we got. <laughs> well, I'm 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 a cab driver. Have been for a little bitty while now, and I'm very interested in what you guys have to say. They didn't like it, and uh, and I especially didn't like it when I started asking questions. God forbid. Oh, it was it was touching. I was in the back of the room. A buddy I'm sitting with, he says, Ed, please don't. I said, Oh my god, stuff. These are legitimate questions. I mean, this isn't fun and games. You're but you're trying to monkey around with at that point, I guess I had been in 15 years or so. 15, 20 years. I said, You're gonna monkey around with my livelihood. I, I'm not opposed to the idea of some kind of union or association or, you know, group bargaining, but collective bargaining, if you will. But we got some questions that need to be answered first. We need to go in with a unified front. And I asked a couple of questions that they just did not like at all because it meant they would have to behave on the street. And uh, Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't care for that whatsoever. So, no decorum. Yeah, yeah. So, I know that's about all I had on that. By the way, this is just not not only is it uh, Uber and Lyft, it's also DoorDash, and I just have mm-hmm. to laugh of the people that 
that went ahead and saw thought that working for DoorDash was going to be any uh, any great. Uh, yeah, that was worse. They they were worse than Uber and Lyft. I go figure. The idea that, and especially now, now these companies have been around for a while. Okay, and you have a gazillion instances of food not being delivered or not the full order or and all this stuff. I mean, I know that there are some pizza places and whatnot that go through DoorDash and uh, Grubhub and and all that. Now, I've used, because I don't have a choice, to get a pizza delivered occasionally, and it goes through Grubhub. I personally have not had a problem with it, okay? Uh, but there's a gazillion stories out there. And that is an actual term, by the way, gazillion. 11 jillion. 11 jillion. No, no, now you're just making stuff <laughs> But, yeah, but that, the thing that, is, they weren't ever made to benefit the driver. This was an idea that was put out there that it, the drivers got two options. Well, I can stay home. There's nothing on TV, no football. My baseball team sucks. And my wife is nagging at me. I'll go out and try to make a couple of shekels. How the hell are you talking about my life like that? Yeah. Let's not make this personal, John. You know, I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if anybody's doing it, but I can understand uh, a group of restaurants in an area pooling resources as far as delivery goes. And it's not you, too far off what's coming down here in Wichita Falls. A lot of the pizza know, companies down here will say, please do not order through Grubhub right, and right. places like Be, that. Because it costs them like 30%. Mm -hmm. And uh, Uber, Uber Eats just kills them and, and all that. But I mean, if I'm in an area loaded with restaurants, you've got your Italian joint, your pizza joint, your... Uh, Mexican cuisine, you've got your Thai food and, you know, a steakhouse, whatever. I would think, you know, sitting down and saying, okay, let's, let's get however X amount of delivery people that yeah. will work for You would all think it's got to be more cost effective. Well, not only that, but you also don't have the same over, well, at least whatever overhead there is. You know exactly where it's going. It's not going to some company in the Netherlands. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I know that the guys, you know, on the bikes or whatever, they, you know, that they're getting they're getting the money. Okay. Yeah, I know you got to put it all together. Blah blah blah. But uh, it's not the simplest thing in the world to do. But yeah, and I think you can probably trust your employees a little bit more with the uh, the food and things and some schmuck right. off the street. Right, because it's a it's a much smaller group of people. Again, let's okay. say you got ten restaurants, uh, six of them do delivery on a regular basis, and the other four on occasion. Well, I understand the the four that don't do it a lot don't want to have full time delivery people on. And I I like the idea. I mean, the idea of pooling resources is not a horrible one, which is essentially kind of what 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 these apps do. But they just gouge people. They just oh yeah. People money and you know well you know i, know, I, I used grub up one time and then when the final bill got there i went what the hell 
That's almost uh, double what the hell I thought it was going to be. Well, you know what the underlying message there is? Get your ass out and go get it yourself. Ring-a-ding-ding. <laughs> well, I mean, all these guys, all these other restaurants really have to do, you know, if you have a guy that's in the back, you know, he's your dishwasher or whatever. No. You know, do a lot of, if you don't do a lot of deliveries, <laughs> just send him out on the damn delivery. I mean, you mean, the, you mean the kid that barely speaks English or is 17 years old and is going to high school? What do you think that some of these damn, you only have to be 18 years old to drive uh, for uh, Uber and Lyft I, and Grubhub. I understand that. But now you got a guy, you got a kid that's been over the steam table all day long, <laughs> washing dishes. And it's like, hey, Johnny or Billy or uh, or jo Josie or whatever your name is, take the keys to my car, the Cadillac Escalade, and run this uh, run these two orders of steak over to the uh, et cetera, et cetera. And you never see him again. Never see him again. Yeah, get me three months pay. That's <laughs> a year's salary or more. Yeah, <laughs> You'd have it'd have to be a situation where the driver used his own car, but he'd be compensated for it accordingly. Look, we managed to do food delivery for a gazillion years before these apps showed up. Exactly. So I, I, I don't see why people are look, I understand some restaurants, especially during COVID, uh, the delivery was the only way it was going to get right, there. but. You do see some of these restaurants now bailing out of Uber Eats and all that, you know, once their little contracts are expired because it's just too much. You know, they're having to bump their prices. You know, the uh, the the five ninety five burger you get at the joint is eight or nine bucks. Yeah, exactly. On the app, because Uber's got to, you know, you got to give Caesar what's due Caesar, and that yeah. includes Little Caesars too. And said Caesar. Oh, Caesar Romero. Oh, my God. The references they, just keep on coming. Bill, remember, you chose this. I know. Sorry. I'm an independent <laughs> contractor. That's right. You can walk out anytime. <laughs> you chose this, sir. <laughs> Look, so, I've, dealt, I've dealt with enough independent contractors over the day. I'm ready for you. To just walk out the door. Ah, thank you. And you're welcome. Uh oh. <laughs> now, what'd you do? I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. So, we actually do, believe it or not, have a couple other things that uh, we uh, wanted to cover. Uh, one of the things that uh, has seemed to jump up to the top of the news cycle here <clears throat> is your 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 governor down there in Texas, along with yeah, uh, yeah, don't blame me for it. He's got feces for brains. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill's current governor, the guy who would have been my governor if I hadn't moved, speed racer. Yeah, between uh, the 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 Satan and uh, mm -hmm. Evan Costello there. Well, yeah. Now the other monkey over in Arizona is doing it too. Oh, is he? I, I hadn't yep. heard that. Well, they've well, been doing it for quite a while, as I understand it. Uh, they've been bringing. They've been bringing. What we're talking about is the the, the shipping uh, migrants, whether they're asylum, uh, excuse me, asylum seekers, 
or uh, otherwise people that might have crossed across the border illegally, they're shipping them to other parts of the country up in the liberal states here because they they want to they want to uh, show the up lips. have them share the responsibility is what I heard and yeah. Here's the the from my my humble opinion on this, and guys, you can feel free to pick up the ends when I get done laying my opinion on this. I thank you, John. That is so kind of you, Cindy. It's incredible. I, you you you're a kind of benevolent overlord, ain't you? Yes, I. Am. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, you well, are. Bring it. I personally. Yes. <clears throat> Don't think it is necessarily a bad idea to take the pressure off of some of these border communities to bring them to other parts of the country. Mm -hmm. Here's the caveat where they are prepared to receive them, dropping them off, dropping people off in front of the vice president's residence or off on out at Martha's Martha's vineyard. All that is, is a goddamn political stunt. And you are using these individuals as your little, your little pawns in your political, you know, in your political stunt to, uh, to own the libs. Like well, I said, not, let's remember about Martha's vineyard. These people weren't, this isn't a stunt. This is a kidnapping. They were told, they were told they were going to Boston. There will be housing and jobs available for them. Right. And they believed that. Why? I don't and know. It, when you're in a desperate situation like that, <clears throat> you're, you're, you're trying to escape, you know, the regimes they were trying to escape. You're scared. You're hungry. You, you don't speak the language. In my, so, in my, my idea, it's, it's Greg Abbott is no better than a coyote that takes these people across the border. No, no but he's doing well, the same, I mean, same thing. We, 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 we'll get down into the meat and potatoes of it in a second. But you've essentially tricked these people into getting on a plane. Oh, yeah. Everything's going to be great for you here. And then you don't even give the folks in Martha's Vineyard. And by the way, now that now the GQP is going, well, look, Martha's Vineyard couldn't handle it for a day. First off, they handled it very well. Yes, Second of all, why are, why are they moving them off of Martha's Vineyard? Because there's more better services. They take them to the military base first, and then they can you yep. know, get it worked out from there because they're working to help them. That's why Martha's Vineyard is pretty much shut down for the season. Okay? It's pretty much the winter residence now. So they don't have everything up running full speed. And I believe they handled it beautifully. Beautifully. Mm-hmm. I mean, all things considered, yeah, they, they really did. But here's here in Minnesota. We we have it in our mechanism mechanism to be able to handle refugees. I mean, and we've been doing it forever. I mean, you were Bill, you were living in Minnesota when when the Southeast Asian, when the Hmong population uh-huh. uh, came, and, and now it's the uh, now it's the East African, especially from Somalia. Somalia. You know. We had this state handled it. Were, were, there, were there some, you know, okay, yeah, there's never, no, nothing ever goes as smooth as you'd like it to. There's always going to be some hiccups. 
but we handled it here. All right now. Well, now my thing is why? I, okay, I understand Arizona, California, Mexico, New Mexico. Okay, we've got a common border. Okay, you know you got to deal with that. You've always dealt with that. Florida, you know you got the Gulf out there. I, why are you? What are you going to build a wall out in the, out in the Gulf? Well, ho- yeah, that's just something you got to deal with. Hold on a second, Skippy. Now, as far as Florida goes, I grant you, the state of Florida is not getting. You know, we don't have a land bridge. We, like I still live there. But Florida is very weird. Within the, uh, no. within the racism and the, uh, the hatred of the people coming in from Cuba and Haiti, uh, there is a hierarchy, okay? The, <laughs> the, the Haitians can be grabbed at any point and sent back to Haiti. The Cubans have what's called the wet foot, dry foot policy. If they can get one foot, one, onto dry land, then they can begin the asylum proceedings. And all. They can't be deported back immediately. There used to be, you don't, I don't know if you see it as much anymore, but it, you seem to be almost on a daily basis. You would see some police department from somewhere along the coast chasing a chasing a guy in a pair of gym shorts through the water who is desperately just trying to get to the beach. Once he gets to the beach, it changes everything. Not if you're a Haitian, though. Haitian, not so much. And look, I lived on the southeast coast of Florida. We had, uh, now, Dade County got Haitians and the Cubans. We mainly got the, the Haitians. And, you know, so you see the direct impact that it has on your infrastructure your social services, and all that. Uh, I'm not knocking these people under any circumstances, but I have seen it firsthand. Then again, it still doesn't excuse what these morons did. Rented a plane, two planes, which, oh, this is going to blow up fabulously in their their faces. Because it don't cost no $615,000. To, uh, of course not. Uh, plus, apparently, from what I'm hearing... Uh, the place where the they got the planes from is just a flight school, so this ought to be interesting. Well, you're, Plus, you're throwing was, them on buses too. Well, I'm talking about the the the, the groups to uh, the private, uh, the ones that went to Martha's Vineyard. They went to Martha's oh, Vineyard. Yeah. You don't go to Martha's Vineyard in a bus, you heathen. You well, know. no, I know that. Jeez. Give me a break. <laughs> you go on a private plane. Good God. Yeah. Good gravy. See, that's what happens. Oh, Dustin boy. Tumbleweeds gets in his brain. Dust and tumbleweeds. Good gravy. Well, I knew, that's what you got down here. That's what you got to deal with. <laughs> miles and miles of nothing but miles and miles. <laughs> exactly. You don't talk about how many miles it is to get somewhere in Texas. Just how many hours. Hours. <laughs> I've driven across your state a couple of times. Yikes. Mm-hmm. And that's another, that's another story for another time. But look, look, if we can... As always, the important thing right now is to vote in November. Vote everybody with an R next to their name out. Vote them out. Marjorie Charla Park, trash, green, John's girlfriend, guts to go. I'll tell you the one I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the debate between my girl, AOC, and this foul-mouthed whore, Tina Fonte, or whatever her name is. You've seen her on, on Twitter. The, the blonde that's always cursing while she's driving. She's actually running. She's the Republican nominee for AOC's seat in Congress. 
from my district. My district. I can't wait. She wants to debate AOC. Oh, I can't wait for that one. I want to see that in ways you can't possibly believe. I almost well, now, now you're seeing how the schmucks that won the primaries are actually now now they have to debate somebody. Oh, yeah. Now they're rising up again. Now you find out how stupid these people really are. Yeah. And what was it? The guy in New Hampshire that was uh, a Rhode Island one or the other. I think it was New Hampshire that uh, was a staunch. Uh, Republican Trump guy that oh the election was stolen and now that he's the Republican nominee he's changed his mind no the election yeah. was just fine yeah which is kind of what I said was a lot of these people are going to do right once they get the nomination they're going to drop all that other crap if it's the fellow I'm I'm thinking of he has a, a he has a complete memory block of saying this stuff yes oh, exactly who did you vote for Trump well I don't I don't re- you don't know who you if just say I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Which you're perfectly uh, within your rights to do, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I did. Maybe well, I it's did. the same ones that are trying to s- suddenly soften their approach on abortion. Right, because they're yeah. finding out that women across this country, no matter what their political stand, are not standing for this. This, you know, and, and because between the three of us, there's not a uterus involved here. We're not going into that debate. I've made it perfectly clear where I stand on it. We are there for support. And that's it. Moral support. Uh, A woman's issue, not a man's issue. That's right. Not a man's issue. But, I mean, you look at all this nonsense that's going on. uh, Because this is the speed bump we got to get over here in 22, in November of this year. Uh, Oh, John, by the way, uh, I... For those of you just tuning in, I have made a, I got a thousand bucks burning a hole in my pocket, and I want to find twenty. Oh, yes. 20 uh, yeah. I'm, I've got a list started, and we'll go over the list in a couple of weeks. Uh, no, the Fancher's not running. No, 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 no. Come down to this state with that money. Right. Well, your state's getting some of it. Beto for cool. sure. Beto for sure is getting uh, some of it. But John told me last night. That he has, and by the way, if you have any suggestions, somebody in your area that we're not familiar with, um, uh, Democrats only, Democrats only, I'm sorry. I'm not wasting my money on independence this time around. I'm sorry. It's just, this is just too important right now. I don't need to be backing somebody who's just going to be taking votes away. Um, so, but, but if you got a Democrat, whether it's for the Senate, whether it's for, or, or the House, anywhere in Congress, you let us know here. Uh, you can get a hold of us uh, at Taxi Stand Hour, blah, 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 at Ed Radio TFI, at John Radio TFI, at when you're going to get off your ass and get a Twitter handle. Oh, I'm sorry, Bill. That was from Bill. <laughs> anyway, anyway, John told me he had a name for me. So go ahead, John. Well, here's the thing that I... Uh-oh. This isn't going to go well. When he starts with, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's going to be a condition on this. There's going to, yeah, yeah, good idea. Bill just got up and ran away. <laughs> for those of you on the radio, Bill is holding up his Beto for Texas sign. Go ahead, John. Yes, yes, I have one of those too. So. Uh, okay, let's go. The radio folks All are right. enjoying it. I was or listening to something from MSNBC the other day. Yes. And they made a very valid point. You see, now I've thought a great place to throw 
some money would be at Marcus Flowers, who is running against. Yep. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, he's on the list. Herein lies the problem with that. And these are people from M- uh, from MSNBC who are saying this, mm-hmm. that unfortunately the odds of Marcus Flowers actually winning that seat are slim and none, and slim went home. Really? He's down by, yeah, he's down by, uh, you know, some, some uh, like some uh, margin, like 30% or, or he is just well, down. Who is that he's running against? Well, Marcus Flowers is running against uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, well, see, I don't believe the polls on that. I mean, she won well, her last election because she's the only one running. Right. She well, ran these, out of polls. The, these are the Dems that are running the 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 uh, the uh, that's called the DCCC, uh, Democratic Congressional Congress. Some I I forgive me I I had it here somewhere. I'm, f- I'm familiar anyway, with it. So so there are they saying don't back Marcus Flowers? They're saying that yeah the, there are some races that we just have to understand because of the 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 makeup of that particular district. A Democrat just does not stand a chance. Thank well, you, Jeremy. Okay. Well, I remember. I remember listening to the polls back in 2016. <laughs> okay. And look, gerrymandering is a whole different topic, uh, and I understand it will be an uphill battle, but he's still battling. So Marcus Flowers just went on the list for a hundred bucks. He gets and two, can you please explain to me how in the hell Herschel Walker can be ahead in that Georgia race? Is he? He's not yeah, ahead. Yeah, he's ahead by like one or two points. So yeah. I mean, you never know where that that's going to lead to. But man, every time that man opens his mouth, stupid comes out. It, it just it it pours out. It just pours yes. out. Uh, again, I will go back to the polls. If it's that close, I think Warnock is. Look, they they voted for Warnock over a, a much more exactly a much more reliable. I don't even remember who more he was qualified. running against. More qualified, better word, better word, qualified, uh, more qualified candidate. Herschel Walker is. I, I I mean, why are you voting for this guy? Because he played football. That's exactly why they're doing yeah. it. Listen to the man. That's yeah. been the tactic that the Republicans have been using. Yeah, they, name recognition. Yeah. Dr. Oz in Ohio, I mean, Pennsylvania. Or New Jersey. Pick your state. Or New Jersey, yeah. yeah. Um, even, you know, even here in Minnesota for governor, uh, Scott Jensen. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey hold on. Running. Hold on. You guys, you, you guys elected a wrestler, so let's just. Yeah, hey, you know, considering what the options were at that time. I'm just saying. I voted for Je- I voted for Jesse. Give me a break. I'm not saying even saying he was bad at the job. From everything I understand, he was okay. Well, and then he. I ain't got time to lead. Yeah. Well, whatever that. I, I don't. I'm not familiar with that. But just the same, you did elect a wrestler or a wrestler, as the case may be. But the, but the thing is, and, and the thing you mentioned, the, you did say that about Jesse, but. The, the one thing about him was is he kind of went through the ranks. He was yeah, uh, exactly. He was Thank a, you, John. 
he did uh, run in, I believe it was Brooklyn Park. He, was he mayor or was he? Uh, uh, no, he was, he, was, yeah, he was mayor. He was mayor. So there was, in Minnesota, he kind of went up through the ranks. He didn't just go up there and use his name recognition. And it exactly. wasn't like the Democrats or the Republicans were trying to recruit him because of name recognition. That is exactly what the Republicans are doing here. He's looking for these names, you know. Uh, right now, like I was going to say with uh, Minnesota, Matt Burke is running as uh, for lieutenant governor for name recognition. There's a lot of places where they are putting Matt Burke kind of almost like he's at the head of the ticket if you aren't paying attention. All right, I got a question for you that on, John. Uh, uh, is Now, I know here in Texas, the lieutenant governor runs separately. He's got his own race. What about Minnesota? Is he I, still attached I, I, to the yeah. governor, or is he run separate? He's attached. Okay, well, that's that's different than what it is down here. you got to run on your own as lieutenant governor. Oh, so the governor and the, doesn't really, doesn't have a say in who is? Or no, they're, they're, any, they're, you know, you can run against, you know, anybody for lieutenant governor. You're not picking this guy. So in other, the people are in other words, him. you can have a governor and lieutenant governor of different parties. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I'm not opposed to that. But, I'm not opposed you know, to that. No, this was something that, uh, you know, like I said, Scott Jensen, you know, he was, oh, he was really out there, a right-wing wackadoodle. He, uh, he was an anti-vaxxer, anti-masker, uh, using this whole, uh, how, how we were pushing the vaccines is, and that, and the masks, you know, that reminded, it reminded him of, uh, of how the Nazis were. It's lovely how they, how they love to throw that out there when, you know, let me go. Let They're me, the Nazis. Who's the, who's the ones that's that, that are, uh, into the idea of burning books or exactly. Or, so don't be uh, don't be throwing that n word around unless you, <laughs> unless you plan on uh, providing a little history along. <clears> with it. Don't be so. stupid. Be a smarty. Come and join the Nazi party. <laughs> it's a line from Springtime for Hitler. Oh. <laughs> All right, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you care to join in on the conversation, we'll be. Here for a little while yet. Uh, well, geez, for 15 minutes of this hour and another. But then after the second hour, we're just having fun, as they say. We're what are we doing, Ed? Just killing time. There we go. Absolutely. Just killing time. And TikTok, TikTok. Oh. I'm sorry, John. So, were you going to say something? What was that? Sounded like you were about to say something. Who meet? No, the guy or sitting next to you. Oh, I am the guy sitting next to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Careful where you point that finger, Bill. I got another one for you. But... Yeah, well, I'm right on top of you, so. Yeah, I've seen that. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Hey, here's something we can chuckle about. Get, get the uh, background screen ready there oh, if you would. Oh, Lord. Uh, Ed. Uh -oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Today, the FBI, uh, you're going to hear this, and you're probably already hearing it in the news. The FBI came after me and took my phone. They surrounded me at a Hardee's, 
and uh, took my phone that I run all my business, everything with. Um, um, they could have just, what we've done is weaponize the FBI. Um, it's disgusting. I don't have a computer. Everything I do have that phone, everything was on there. And, uh, um, and they told me not to tell anybody. Here's an order not to, don't tell anybody. Okay, I won't. <laughs> well, I am. So, there you go. Well, see, the dumb son of a bitch can't even talk. Well, there's two things there. First off, Mike Lindell finally has actual proof of something. Exactly. Second, he's going to drive in Hardee's. Second of all, <laughs> I guess the FBI also took the remote for the TV. Apparently. Because that dumb shit that... Yeah. Doesn't work for me. Oh, yeah, okay. Anyway, so yeah, so there's uh, there's Mr. Dumb, dumb Stuff. And if he's running his whole company from his cell phone, <laughs> boy, are you an idiot. Are you in trouble? How would you? Oof. I mean, he's not. He's not, but, you know, that's just the, it's the victim coming out. Well, of course. It's the Republican victim. Everything I do is on my phone. How could I? So you never anticipated losing, dropping your phone or breaking it or somebody stealing it. This never occurred to you. Well, it's Ron and more Ron. Yeah, you're a lion sack of beans uh, because, oh, my goodness. We we just had a major catastrophe here at the. uh, Yahtzee. My goodness. Tic Tacs all over the place. Oh, my God. all my Tic Tacs. You should should see this man's Tic Tac obsession. Oh, my God. What's wrong? Beer beer pong on the other end there? What? No, I keep keep them in a thing like this so I can... It's quiet. fumbled? It's quiet when I reach for them. So they don't make noise. So anyways, Anyways. I love... First off, I love the fact that he. I've been to that Hardee's. I've oh, really? been to that <laughs> drive-through in Mankato, Minnesota. Oh, is that where it was they got him in Mankato? Yeah. I wish I could still. Uh, I wish I could still do my Mike Lindell. There was one time, one time. Bill, you missed it. I was John. I'll tell you, I did a spot-on Mike Lindell, and I have not been able to do it again. <laughs> Bill doesn't care. For the, those of you listening on the radio, the podcast, Bill is sitting there with his, just with his glazed look on his eyes, like, why did I get involved in this? I could have called them once every six months and, and been done hey, with it. There them. you go. Could have stayed. But fine. no, no, I, I had to join the party. Well, welcome aboard, kiddo. Welcome aboard. <laughs> That'll teach me. That so, was, oh, no, we got, we're going to go a lot deeper into teaching you. Oh, wow. Oh, that hurt. You're killing me. So anyways, Lindell, who if you uh if you're not familiar with him and and there are some people that, that aren't uh, he is the he is what you call he is the scary wing of the uh of these right wing wackadoodles because he's got a, have you ever seen Lindell's that, that flag that they should that they have with uh, any appearance that he makes anywhere. Um, it's, he has a flag. What is it? A pillow? He he has a he has a 
tattered American flag. Oh, please. Going, you know, not flying, but basically hanging. Hanging vertically. Hanging vertically with an image of a cross on top of it. Oh, please. You know all these people are going to hell when they die. No, they're not. Well, I was going to say, I, I don't know. You know where they're going when they die? They're either going into the ground or they're going into a furnace. Now, maybe that might be construed as hell. I don't know. But uh, you know where they're going when they die? Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> as migrants. There you go. They're going to show up at the pearly gates and St. Peter's going to go, I got one question for you to allow you to get I want you to spell something. Oh, no problem. Spell Schenectady. <laughs> hey look if you want if you want sound effects pal you better uh <laughs> I told myself don't, don't don't look at me to bring uh, johnny can you give me the crickets on that one or something Jeez, okay oh, here hell for that one. Oh, wait wait a minute bill now go ahead say uh say the punchline again bell schenectady yeah thank you <laughs> and we have to have him, right, John? This is part of the settlement. The <laughs> settlement. Yeah, thank you. We have to keep him. Well, it was either that or child support. So, well, <laughs> we're not doing. We don't have bait commercials, but you know. anyway, where uh, where else? Though? The, there is a reason I I uh, I brought that whole thing up here. Uh, the whole thing is is that Lindell want, is trying to push this country. It, it's so funny because with Trump, I mean, he's about as Christian as I am. But the fact, but the fact of the matter is, is this is where he's pushing. He's trying to. He's saying that America is a Christian nation found, founded on Christian values. Well, I have I actually have somebody here. That is going to offer us a little bit of a history lesson on that. Uh, cool. I'm ready for so you. Background, please. Hit your button. Go. Everything that's been going on, a lot of you guys are really feeling comfortable saying the separation of church and state. And I'm not just saying this to be controversial. Somebody said this to me on Twitter was intended to protect Christianity. That's crazy. You want to know what the founding fathers thought of Christianity in government? Because I'm, I'm happy to quote. I'm happy to directly quote. Let's start with Jefferson. I'll quote him twice. One, Christianity neither is nor ever was part of the common law. And two, my, my preferred one, in every country and in every age, the priest has been hostile to liberty. Now let's move on to James Madison who decided to take a more diplomatic approach to the subject. Quote, Religion and government will both exist in greater purity the less they are mixed together. Let's do John Adams because he perfectly, perfectly encompasses what I'm trying to say here with this quote. Quote, the government of the United States is not in any way founded on the Christian religion. And some of you guys aren't going to like this one, but let's close out with Thomas Paine, who really more accurately reflects my feelings on the subject. Quote, all national institutions of churches, whether Jewish Christian or Turkish appear to me no other than human inventions set up to terrify and enslave mankind and monopolize power and profit. 
Now, I'm in no way trying to disrespect anybody's religion, okay? The only reason I'm even targeting Christianity, because I personally feel this way about pretty much all of them, is because Christianity is currently the one that is trying to make everybody go with their flow. And that's why I'm a pro-choice person, because it is your choice to say, hey, our religion says this isn't, a, isn't so therefore we're not doing it. And it's my choice to say, hey, I don't believe in that religion, so I'll do whatever suits me. But it is truly killing me how much misinformation around the Founding Fathers and their opinions on church and state is circulating right now. If you want quotes to suit your narrative, pick other historical figures. I'm sure you can find some. But pick somebody who actually said that shit, okay? Well, and she's there you go. She's smart Pretty and much spot on. Smart and attractive. Absolutely. I'm speaking to listen to her. Well, here's here's oh. one of the key. Oh, things she was talking. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I mention this all the time to a lot of people. Sit there and you know, oh, have you read your Bible? Have you read your Bible? Okay, who wrote the Bible? Men. Men. Exactly. What is the Bible? Stories. It's a history book. That's right. It's a history book. That's all it is. Oh, by the way, Bill, you there, can take from it what you want. There's one one other thing. It wasn't written in English. No, well, that's true. It was not. It had to be translated by... Come on, you know the answer. King James! Men. Exactly. Man. Human beings. And they screwed up the translation three different times. If I'm, if I'm translating the Bible and it says something that I disagree with, who's to say I don't just translate it so it goes slightly in a different direction? I'll Three. give you a perfect example. Let Johnny will understand this this reference. Uh, with my umpiring, it's no different than a coach with a rule book. He's going to use it to interpret the rule however he wants. That is correct. Whether he's right or wrong, immaterial. But it says this, but <clears throat> that doesn't mean anything to me. That's not a law book. No, that's not how I read it to, to say. You, you live your life the way you choose to live your life. Exactly. Let me live my life. Uh, I had a job some years ago. I won't get into details. Uh, we had a born-again Christian, or she was just a very devout Christian. She was a wonderful young lady. I mean, just bubbly, positive. But <clears throat> her thing was all Jesus all the time. And we would have to spend sometimes eight hours sitting next to each other. And, and I said to her right off the bat, right after I met her and after I had seen, I had been there about a week when we got put together. And I said, look, I'm happy to sit. We'll talk about anything you want for the next eight hours. Please don't try to convert me to what to. I said, I'm going to lay it out to you right now. I was raised Catholic. I got over it. That's my choice. That's <laughs> what I call recovering you, Catholic. You do you. It, you know, I, I, I will fight to the death for your right to to believe what it Party. is you want to believe, but leave me out of it. Okay? Yeah. If you want to start talking... I don't talk force my beliefs on you. Don't that's force right. on me. If you're going to try that, I'm telling you, it's going to be a very long, quiet eight hours. And I will that's report you. I will report the, you. So. The, sponsor, the sponsor of this very studio, Shaletta, is a devout... Christian. Good Absolutely. for her. Everything that she 
everything that she mentions, you know, she, everything she said, thank Jesus, thank Jesus. And the thing is, I, I, her and I, her and I are going to have a talk about this one of these days. But, <laughs> but Good no. Luck with that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. She, I paid money to in see all that. Fairness, in all fairness, she doesn't try to ever Convert. push that. On. She never really pushed that on anybody. That okay. is, it is what brings her comfort in her Man, life. No problems with that Absolutely. whatsoever. Absolutely not. Praise Jesus. We fading to gray? No. No. No, he's he's trying to wake up the old Christ. I think. Oh, okay. That, that, that's our church music. Well, ain't that special? It is special. <laughs> I made a horrible choice one time with a gal I was dating back in high school. She was Church of the Nazarene, which I have no idea what the hell I was. And I went to church with her on a Sunday. And Ed, you know, being Catholic, things are pretty regimented in that church. When I went to this, I thought it was the gong show. <laughs> I thought, dear God, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's when, when you've, uh, as a kid, oh, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, I went to, uh, even though I went to Catholic school, we had kids in there of different religions. And I went to one a church. I don't know why I did. It just, you know, oh, Ed, come on, come come to my church. Okay. You know, I went to my church, and then I went to his church, you know. And it was so different because I wasn't accustomed to, you know, how things were done in this particular. And, uh, you know, everything... Everything you're not familiar with looks weird. That's why magic scares people. Because you don't know how it works. And uh, I, I have a couple of stories about uh, interacting with other people's faiths. And it's it, it just, it, it's not it for me. It never ends well. It never ends well. I'm happy <laughs> that people have a belief system that gets them through the day. Exactly. I'm and happy, that's, happy that's for nice I was baptized Catholic myself. Problem was, they held you underwater a little too long. Ow! I got, I got better. <laughs> I was baptized Catholic, but hey, hey, I probably was experience. I had had experience just about every religion you could imagine over my life, uh -huh. uh, including Christian Science. Praise oh, Jesus. Um. I have you didn't devil into Scientology. Yeah, well, no, no, I didn't ever mess around with Scientology, but uh, but they messed no, around with you. To a lot of, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I I was exposed to a lot of different religions. Hell, I was reading I was reading the Bible while my you know while my drunken mom was at the uh, at at the bar someplace, and I was uh, home alone uh, at ten years old, sitting there reading the Bible for nothing else, you know. And I'm t I'm telling you that I was a believer back then, back when I was a kid. I really was. And look where it look where it got me. Got That's all I got to say about that. We're getting ready to swim on out of here uh, <laughs> for the uh, first hour. We'll be back here uh, for hour number two. Just killing time. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. 
Alright, now Ed, don't be peeking in on me. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. I am Frau Blucher. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. We are gathered here again tonight, fellow AA members, to talk about the greatest temptation the devil ever created. Alcohol. Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze. Mr. up wearing tatted shoes if you mess with Mr. Booze. Don't mess with Mr. Booze. Don't mess with Mr. Booze. Don't mess with, with B-O-O-Z-E. If you've been so stiff they thought you died, you'll feel better once you've testified. Testify. Testify. I want to testify. I want to testify. Well then cleanse yourself, my son. Cleanse yourself. One time, I took a library book out, and I fell asleep reading it, and I left it under the bed. I forgot about it for three and a half years. I was going to take it back on Amnesty Day, but on Amnesty Day, I had a sip of rosé wine, and I never made it out of the house. Who's to blame? Who's to blame? What's his name? We know his name. His name is Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze. Mr. B-O-O-Z. He don't ever choose any game you play with. Can you lose or if your head feels like it's two miles wide, two miles wide. you'll feel better once you've testified. Testify! Oh, yeah! Testify! I want to testify! I want to testify! Well, come forward, dear brother, and testify! I used to be a soda pop guy. Then I switched to the bottle. Now I don't leave my couch, and I've seen every movie ever. You name a movie, I've seen it. Meet Dave. Seen it. The Iger Sanction. Seen it. Donovan's Reef. Seen it. License to Drive. Definitely seen it. That's a shame. What a shame. Who's to blame? Well, Corey Haim, his name is Mr. Bruce. Mr. Bruce, Mr. B-O-O-Z-E. You must refuse. You'll make the Testify, testify. This man 
wants to testify. Very well, my brother, let us lead him on the path of righteousness. This poor gentleman used to speak in long, eloquent sentences. But after years of drinking, he can only speak in short, choppy utterances. Why, at one time, if you asked him who his favorite musicians were, he'd say, Leonard Bernstein, Johann Sebastian Bach, and Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. But thanks to that old devil hooch, it's all changed. Who's your favorite musician, Ollie? Cher! He doesn't even like Cher. Now, alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. Yeah! Demon rum makes a gen of bum and you catch him before your time. Yeah! Bootleg gin puts you in a spin till you don't even know your name. Yeah! You're a basket case flat on your face and there's only one guy to blame. Mr. B-O-Z, Mr. B-O-Z, Mr. B-O-Z, Mr. B-O-Z, he don't ever choose. You will wind up wearing tattered shoes if you mess with Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze. Don't mess with 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 B-O-O-Z-E, cause that spells booze, and you're gonna lose with Mr. Booze. Don't mess around with Mr. Booze. Clean up all your talking in a manner such as this. They will make you take a tinkle when you wanna take a piss. And they'll make you call fellatio a trouser-friendly kiss. Here's the playing situation. There's no negotiation with the fellas at the freaking FCC. They're as stuffy as the stuffiest of special interest groups Make a joke about your bowels and they order in the troops Any baby with a brain could tell them everybody poops Take a tip, take a lesson You'll never win by messing with the fellas at the freaking FCC And if you find yourself with some young sexy thing You're gonna have to do her with your ding a you can't say penis So they sent this little warning They're prepared to do their worst And they stuck it in your mailbox Hoping you could be coerced I can think of quite another place They should have stuck it first They may just be neurotic Or possibly psychotic They're the fellas at the freaking FCC Boy, that's going to be a hard act to follow. <laughs> good uh, good after, good morning, good afternoon, wherever the hell you are. Welcome back. You're once again listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. This little segment of what we like to call Just Killing Time. Once again, from the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. Over there to my immediate left in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, the one and only Ed Van Ness. Once good. again, good morning, sir. I, I had a little premature ejaculation there. Good morning, kids and kittens, once again. Great. With, Googly moogly. And. Wait, wait, in wait, the, wait. Am I done? 
Are, oh, are you done? I'm not, I'm not done. Okay. I'm not done. Now, do it again. Oh. Do it again. Do over. Over there. That's Ed Van Ness. Good Once morning. Again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. Everything's going just the way you would have liked it. We thank you for joining us here on the big, big second hour. We hope you're with us in the first hour. And uh, and we got somebody else with us. John, Who's who, who, what? what's going on here? Yeah, down there, down there in, in that corner. <laughs> in the Beto for Texas studio in Wichita Falls, Texas, there it is. The one and only Bill Fancher. Yay! Say good morning to you too, huh, sir? Yes, good morning to all you folk. <laughs> Don't sound that excited to be here. My goodness. <laughs> my I'm goodness. still bumming over my football pick, so there we go. Oh, we're going to we get will, there. Oh, we're going to get there. We will get there. But as we always have a tendency to lead off this particular hour. Uh, he's holding up, for those of you on the radio, he's holding up a small traffic cone that says, I see dumb people. Hey! <laughs> hey, Ed, let me warn you, this is only going to get worse. Bring it on. John, <laughs> let me warn him. Okay. Yeah. Me. All right. Where Help are we, John? Me. Where are we, John? Well, we always seem to start out this the top of this hour with birthdays. Well, we got a few here, so we're going to start out with today, where Lance Armstrong turns 51 years old. How uh, much is his other nut? I can't find my... Hold on one second. Oh, there it is. By the way, don't leave today before you come to me. Who are you talking to? You. Oh, okay. I got one uh, today. Oh, Okay. Uh, also, uh, uh, now tomorrow, Jeremy Irons will be 74, and Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon will be 48. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Did I just That's not? Right. Did I just not literally finish saying "Don't leave today" without? I had no clue what what it is you were talking. Uh, about. That was a quantum leap assumption. There we the, go. The September 18th birthdays. Okay, anyways, you had something to say about September 18th. I birthdays. do. It's my younger sister Patricia's birthday today. Ta-da! Happy birthday, Patricia. She'll, uh, she'll claim 29. I know better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, on Tuesday, Tuesday. Ooh, Sophia Loren will be 88 years old. She will not. Ooh, Forever 21. Oh, no, squab. <laughs> Last thing I saw her in was in uh, grumpy in uh, the grumpier old men. And yeah, but I haven't seen her since. So I wonder if she's if eighty-eight the, uh, years old. 
How are you going to see her now, though? Yeah. Wonder if things are starting to catch up with her a little bit. You wish. I'd rather not know. Yeah. Forever 21. Exactly. On Wednesday, Stephen King will be 75. By the way, if you've never read The Stand, and I don't mean watch the many series of the movie from years ago, read the unabridged version of the book. It is one of the best books I've ever read. We'll talk about it someday. Next. What's the book? Yeah, well, there you go. That's that's my boy. You can read? I can read. R-E-E-D, I can read. <laughs> I can read. Oh, and here, no, wait a minute, here's one, and you have to read the book to get it. M-O-O-N, I can read. <laughs> it's in the book. You'll get it as soon as you see it. Okay. And also on uh, Wednesday, Bill Murray will be 72 years old. No better character ever than the lounge singer oh, on Saturday yeah, Night Live. Yeah. Yes. And I loved it. I loved it when he did, you know, it was always Nick whatever, you know, Nick Rails on the train. and But he did, he put lyrics to the Star Wars theme. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Yeah, you got to see it. It's, it's one of those things. Moving on. Okay, last but not least, the final birthday of this uh, particular segment. On Friday, the boss, Bruce Springsteen, will celebrate his 73rd birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Now, something else I'd like to mention today, sort of a birthday, more of an anniversary, would have fit into the Wayback Machine. Do you know what premiered 50 years ago tonight? 50 years ago. Oh, was it MASH? Was it? Oh my god. Yes, 50 years ago tonight. Two questions. What's Actually, the name of the point of reference? Go ahead. It was 50 years ago on the 17th. Oh, okay. Oh, it's yesterday. Yes. My bad. Yes. My bad. Two questions. Name of the song Suicide is Painless. Does it have lyrics? It brings on many changes. Does it have lyrics? It does have lyrics. In the movie, it did. Yes, it does. The answer is yes. Yes, it does. Could I give you the? Could I give you the lyrics? No, but I know it. Had, I've I've heard them and have just kind of had that had that flushed out of my uh, out of my mindset. And the show was almost canceled three times in the first season. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I believe. I'm that. telling you, that was one of my favorite favorite shows. I. Uh, 
uh, a lot of it I didn't I didn't watch it at first when it first came out. I was still you're a pup, still kind of yeah, yeah. I was still kind of young when it first came out. Yeah, I was only but thirteen. I and what kind of reference is that? He was young. I was only thirteen when it premiered. Yeah, well, he's younger than me. It, I don't know how old you are. You're what eighty five, sixty four, something like that. I'm like Dorian Gray. <laughs> that must be one beat the fuck. One very <laughs> handsome picture then. It's <laughs> really worth shit. <laughs> that picture is working overtime. Let me tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> All oh right. All right, John, you ready to have your butt handed to you? Yeah, okay. Are we going which which direction are we going first this time? Oh, that's right. It's football first. I'm sorry. Uh, John, are you ready to have your butt handed to you? You, you are you ready? Well, you didn't get your butt handed to you. This guy, this guy uh, down here, down here. We're gonna get his butt handed to him. We're gonna get to all of it. I don't have my script or nothing. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. I don't know what he's got up there. <laughs> Each week, John, fourth and long, Shannon, Bill, uh, Bill Jolly Rancher, uh, Gerald the Computer wears tennis shoes, and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Slippy Cup. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two- or three-point conversion. If we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 what a very interesting first week we had, wouldn't you say, John? I would totally agree with you there, Let's sir. Let's recap the scores, shall we? We'll, we'll get to the games let's in a not. second. We're taking a, taking a first look at the scoreboard for this season. Uh, John Shannon is in the lead with four points. I'm following close behind with three. Bill Fancher. I want to recount. Bill I want to recount. Bill Fancher. It was about to get muted and. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill Fancher is in third place, tied with Gerald, simply because alphabetically. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why. But let's take a look at uh, at at the at our individual games last week, and uh, we messed up. We don't we don't have the results there, so we're we're gonna come right back to where we were, and let's do our picks. Uh, for well, John managed to get four points. Uh, he he scored or he. He did a perfect pick with a two-pointer. I did perfect. I went 3-0. Bill and Gerald, not so much. But then again, Gerald's picks are all at random. I don't know what to say for Bill. I just don't know what to say. Mine were pretty much random, too. They should have been. <laughs> I flipped a freaking coin and I lost. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Yeah. All right. So let's let's get right to it. John, we're going to start with your picks. And uh, who do you like in this week? All right, well, this week I have, uh, If this will be a trend you'll see here. I am going with road dogs all the way. Wow. Chicago is a 10-point uh, dog against the Packers. 
I think I'm going to go with the Bears. The Bears didn't look that no, bad last Bears. Under those horrible under those horrible circumstances that they had, or conditions, excuse me, mm-hmm. that they had last week, they didn't look all that bad. So I am going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the Bears getting ten points. Okay. All right. Um, my Minnesota Vikings, the Monday game. The Vikings are a two-point dog against Phila- against Philadelphia. I guess the odds makers aren't, aren't believing it. Uh, I'm not feeling bold enough to try to go for two on this one again, but That's I am going to. Shouldn't. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings getting two points on that one. And and here's one that'll surprise everybody. <laughs> My buddy Ed, his Miami Dolphins are a Jericho, thanks a lot, John. <laughs> Dolphins are a three and a half point dog going into Baltimore to play the Ravens. I am taking. I'm gonna take the Dolphins getting three and a half points. Uh, that, so. that John, and all the years we've been doing this, I would say that is the most solid on point pick you've ever made in all seriousness i don't understand how the dolphins are a three and a half point dog i don't know what he's showing me a broken finger that's 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 an x-ray image of a hand doing thumbs up ah okay thumbs up okay all right mr fancher let's hear your picks why (laughs) because it's part of the show man (laughs) It's part of the show. Whether you're proud of them or not, it's part of the show. Moving on. <laughs> no, no, we stop right here. This is uh, the, the funky school bus stops right here. All right. My picks for week two. I ain't going for two on anybody. They can kiss my shiny metal buttocks. All right. Bengals minus seven over the show boys. The show boys. Wouldn't that be the show boys? Yeah, that's it. And, boy, you should have heard it down here when Dak went out. I said, oh, the season's over. Good, I'll pick against you every damn week. And, uh, sorry, Ed, until they prove me wrong, Browns five and a half over that New York Jets. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Why are you apologizing to me about that? Well, you're in New York, so the way New York. Hold on a second. John, who do I follow? He, he, and I don't want to say it. Don't say it. Don't play that damn music again. Don't say it. <laughs> I'm not a Jets fan. I used to well, be, I, Bill, I used to be a Giant fan. Now I'm an air okay. conditioner. Yeah, okay. That, that happens too. Moving on. And here. as much as I wanted to eh, maybe go for two on this one, I'm not going to do it. I'm taking the Rams over the Falcons by 10. Giving up Falcons 10. Are, yeah, the Rams giving up 10. All right. All right. But very until, good, the, Bill. until the Jets prove me differently, they're my box <laughs> pick every week. <laughs> you do you, man. You make the picks that you want to make. All right. We're going to go with my picks now. I'm going for, like John, I did a theme this week. I took 10-point road dogs. I'm taking Atlanta getting ten over the uh, over the Rams. I'm taking Houston or Houston, as we say here in New York, 
plus 10 over over Russell Wilson and and his Broncos out there in mile high. And then uh, I'm also taking the Bears plus 10 over the Packers and uh, and their cheating thieving quarterbacks, past, present, and future. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for the first time this season, if I can find it. Oh, there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Gerald in his picks. Good morning, gentlemen. Forgive me for missing last week's program. I was off to pay my respects to the Queen. Sadly, there are still no suspects. Allow me to welcome our newest member, Jolly Rancher. Excuse me? Oh, Bill Fancher. Let's get to the picks, shall we? I like Ed's Miami Dolphins. I'll take those three and a half points, and a side order of well-cooked Raven. Go Fins. Those commanders from Washington can change their name, but they can't hide. Give me those Detroit lie-downs, I mean lions, plus a point and a half. <coughs> Hi, I'm Zoe. Uncle Gerald's voice is acting up, so I will finish his picks. Mr. Brady and the Tampa Bay Bunch head to the French Quarter today and will leave with a hangover. Uncle Gerald likes the Saints at home and will also take the two and a half points. He also believes Mr. Brady left camp to appear on The Masked Singer. So there. That was, uh, Gerald had a little technical issue last night, so his, his niece came in to, to finish up. So let's recap. COVID. Let, let's recap for the week, shall we? So starting with John. John's, uh... John is doing the right thing. He's taking my Miami Dolphins giving up uh, getting three and a half points in Baltimore, plus 10, the Bears over Green Bay, and his Vikings plus two on the road in the city of brotherly love. Uh, young Mr. Fancher uh, is somehow believing I'm a New York Jets fan, J-E-T-S, just in the season, but he's still taking Cleveland at home, giving up five and a half points. He's given up 10 points with the L.A. Rams hosting the Atlanta Falcons. Go Falcons and take the Hawks with you. Meanwhile, he's taken the AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals, giving up seven points against the Dallas we-don't-stand-a-prayer Cowboys. I like, I'm going for my plus tens this week. Atlanta, plus 10, visiting the Rams. Houston, plus 10, visiting the Broncos. The Bears, plus 10, visiting Green Bay. Gerald, meanwhile, Gerald <laughs> randomly selected my Miami Dolphins, plus three, plus three and a half over those Ravens, uh, and has ordered a side order of cooked Raven. Well done. Uh, he, likes the, he likes the Lions at home, giving up. Getting a, plus, a point and a half over them near uh, Washington Commanders. And finally, finally, he likes the breezeless Norlin Saints to whoop up on Tom Brady. And, well, maybe not whoop up, but certainly he's taking the he's getting two and a half points, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens. That will complete John and Ed versus this spread for this week. Remember, if you're going to bet real money on these games based on our picks, John, what do we always say? If you pick my, if you use my picks, you're. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Remember, cream rises to the Good top. top. Here, All Somebody right. mute him. Oh, right. Somebody so mute, mute, mute him. So, by the way, I have a little rant. So last week was week one, and I had subscribed very cautiously to the. By the way, you called this, Bill. You 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 made this happen. 
I, I subscribe to the NFL DirecTV's NFL streaming service. It's, it's the NFL Sunday ticket, but you don't have to have DirecTV. So last week I'm sitting and I'm waiting and okay, one o'clock comes, we finish the big show. I get comfortable. I'm, uh, I'm on my app. Turned out nobody could log in. They had a complete system shut down. I spent two hours and 45 minutes on the phone and got them to give me a, a 25% refund. Uh, I got to call them about it too because I think they were lying to me. Two hours and 45 well, minutes. I, sometimes if, you'll find if you bitch and whine, you'll get what you need. Oh, I bitched and whined for two hours and 45 minutes, sir. Did uh, they speak English? Yes, yes. I was able to, while I was on the phone with them, using other means, able to watch the game. <laughs> And, uh, you too much technology. Too much technology. The one customer service guy was on with me for like an hour and a half, and all over what essentially came out to be twenty five dollars. But uh, I, they were going to give me, you know, the one game credit. I said no. I want the full. I want twenty five percent, or I'm canceling my account. I will cancel it right now. And they wouldn't let me cancel. They didn't want me to cancel. Ooh. Uh, I said, I'll figure out a way to do it. So we're going to check on that later. But once I got off the phone with them, just then, then I could sign in. Apparently, once I got off the phone, then the app started working. Uh, they know they screwed up. They sent emails out to everybody this week. Uh, I didn't get one. Do you have the streaming service? Oh, hell no. Then you wouldn't get one, knucklehead. Good. Good. I get to watch the games. I didn't send two and a half hours on a goddamn phone. I was watching the game at the time. <laughs> I was watching the game the whole time. I never missed them. Well, I missed the first couple of plays, but other than that, I, uh, so, so there's that. We'll see how that plays out, but you know, it's, it's kind of nice. I can cast it to my, to my TV. Oh, and by the way, guess what I got delivered yesterday? My recliner chair. So I'm going to watch football today in my own recliner chair. Huh. Color John, me impressed. John's looking. John's sitting there with a look on his face like, I think he's finally snapped. There's. It's the deer in the headlight look. I'll I'm tell you, he's, he's been worried about me before, but never quite like this. Uh, Check his temperature. <laughs> John, if you're still... <laughs> There's only one place the, the thermometer fits, so... Oh, hey, now! Hey, hey! Are you ready to, to move on to the other... To your ass-whooping? Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right, here we go. Rock and roll, if you will. Uh, let's go ahead with last week's uh, challenger. This is Mountain from 1970. John, 
Oops, sorry about that. All right, and here is your uh, your champion, returning champion. This is Norman Greenbaum from 1970. When I die and the name of the rest, gonna go to the place that's the best. When I lay me down to die, going up to the spirit in the sky. Going up to the spirit in the sky. It's where I'm gonna go. That was uh, Norman Greenbaum, Spirit in the Sky from 1970. All right, are you ready for the uh, for your winner? I am dying to find out Bring it on. who our winner is. John, who? Here is, here is your winner. And Bill, Battle of the One Hit Wonders champion. With 73.1% of the vote, it wow. is Spirit in the Sky with Norman Greenbaum. That's the best When I lay me down to 
winner and still champion, Spirit in the Sky, from Norman Greenbaum. Oh my! Moki Bear. <laughs> Two in a row. Two in a row. Ed's, Ed's proud of this one. Oh my I, goodness! I got to hear the numbers, John. Give me the numbers. Well, like I said, it was a seventy-three percent overall victory. Yeah, wasn't it? Uh, uh, Spirit got sixty uh, percent of the vote on Facebook, and hmm. uh, basically, the uh, Spirit creamed on Twitter. What What were the numbers on Twitter? Come on. Well, John. it's we had thirty-one total votes. It went uh, twenty-four to seven. Yeah. You, me, me and my so, little Jewish friend talk, singing about Jesus. Crushed. So, and it, it, I thought I really <laughs> thought this was going to be a lot closer. I, uh, you know, honestly, I did, too. I did too. And I said that to John when we went off the air last week. I said just the opening of of that song, right there, those cowbells. That be enough to cowbell. More cowbell. That's right. <laughs> We're going to play that some week. Although SNL gets really nutty when we play their stuff. But, um, yeah, uh, but yes, no, I'm, thank you. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, uh, uh, Twitter people. We want to thank you all. Uh, although we, I, I already know who the challenger is, the new challenger coming up. And it's going to be, Bill's looking at what, like, no, Bill, you're not in on these meetings. I know, and I got one that could dethrone that, but you communists won't let me in. You're right. Here we go. Here we go. I have an idea I want to float to the two of you here. We're going to do it now. We'll peek behind, peek behind the Ay, scenes. So I got one or two ideas that we could float. To, but did I uh, stop kicking your ass on a regular basis? Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> On a regular basis, do you want to look at the record on this? Yeah, nobody wants to look at the record on this. Don't bring up Vicky. Don't confuse Vicky. yourself with facts. Yeah, exactly. Where, yeah, where, don't confuse us with facts. Yeah, where's Vicky Lawrence now? <laughs> Out shooting a couple of people. Buried him in the woods. His cheat wife. His cheat wife never left town, and that's one body that'll never that'll be found. Never be found. I know the whole song by heart now. Yeah, exactly. I know the whole song. So here's the, I got two plans. By the way, we, but, but before you go on with that, I want to say uh, John's Challenger coming up is, this is going to be formidable, formidable, because nobody doesn't love this song. I'm giving you that much, John. It's a good I'm choice. Afraid. So I'm afraid. Here, here we go. Let me, get, let me run this by you here real quick so we can include... Mr. Fancher in this. Well, wait a minute. Should we play the challenger first and talk about this later? That's probably Please. not. Yeah. All right. Well, here is your challenger for next week from 1980. Me. Sugar Hill Gang. Play it, Mike.
So, uh, I gotta say, that's a no doubter. This is this is going to be one I will not be disappointed if I lose. 
I love this song. I love well, that you song. Should. Now, John, well, you yes. want to you want to give us give us the details on that song? So that was Rapper's Delight from 1980, the Sugar Hill Gang. Yes, was yes, is the operative word. Now, now we just played you the very short version of it. Dear Lord, thank you. The full length version is over 14 minutes long. Oh, there is a God. <laughs> Maybe not, but there's certainly a Gil Christ. Yeah, there now, you go. Now, John, I'm going to put this out there for you and all your all your faceplant people. If Rapper's Delight wins twice in a row, we you got to win once before you win twice. That's right. But if they win twice, we will play the full length version. Oh, dear Lord. What week would that be? When am I having my surgery? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it like at the end of the show. You know, it's, uh, but I, we will do that. We will play the full, full on version. Like every DJ played it when they had to go pee. That, that, now you're talking. Now you're talking. So how long did you say that was? About 14 uh, minutes. Yeah, 14 minutes. Right now we would be playing it. We'd be playing. Oh, and by the way, what are you still here? The baseline from Queen, and Ice Vanilla Ice stole the baseline from uh, David Bowie. Still claims he didn't, but we all know he did. Uh, (laughs) What do you say, John Yon? Actually, uh, to to tell you the truth, I think he might have actually stole that from. Well, anyways, I heard it. I, there's another song. There's another disco song that has a very similar bass line to it. Uh, Which, once again, they stole it from Queen. Uh, it's called another. Good Times, and I forget who does yeah. who does that particular good song. Good Times. These are our good times. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Another One Bites the Dust. Exactly. Okay. okay. All anyway, right, so, so if you win twice, twice, we play the full length version there you go and bill will straighten himself with his i think the odds are pretty good that it won't okay well there you go (laughs) i'll go for two on this actually i'll go for three on that one (laughs) (laughs) bill is highly upset about this i don't understand you know i almost chose this song a while back what stopped you morality it was too long yeah I don't want to suffocate him. I don't want to beat him to death. All right. So anyway, so we're gonna do this on air. So go ahead, John. What's your suggestion? Oh, by the way, don't don't forget to vote on the Twitter, on the uh, face plant, and wherever wherever cards and letters are sold. Please forget. All right. Here's my idea. One one of two ways here we can do this. All right. We could do this as a fatal freeway instead of a two way vote. We could do this as a fatal freeway. No yeah. crossing swords. <laughs> where where all three songs all three songs go up against each other. Uh-huh. uh-huh. The other the other idea would be loser drop out. So whoever loses just this- allow me a pick. That's all I'm asking. Just one. Well, but I, just if- I've got a suggestion. Okay. We don't do anything for a couple of weeks till we see what rapper delights the rapper's delight. Oh, we don't have to we, wait. Sure we do. <laughs> no, we don't. Yes, yes, we do. 
<laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll come to a decision off air, and uh, if Bill doesn't run out like the hat, like the place is on fire today. <laughs> well, you're the one that told me get out there. Just just hush. Just sit quietly when we when we say bye bye. Okay. You're going to say your thing and then just sit quietly till I tell you to leave. You'll go when I tell you to go. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Is wow. that my mom? What? <laughs> All right. So I'm feeling vindicated. I got two wins in a row. John is uh, John brings a strong contender, and Bill is just begging to be part of it. And uh, we'll see how that goes. I think we ought to put a poll up. Should There's the poll this week as well. Should Bill be a part of it? Thank you. Let the people vote. Let the people vote. Put it up on both. Should Bill Fancher, new kid who hasn't brought anything to this to the proceedings yet, we except we football picks, except and and those. Let's face it. Eh, not Thank so much. you. Uh, Thank you're you. welcome. So yeah, let's let's have the people pick. Should John, John, or Bill, or whoever the hell you are. Although I do like his skeleton thumb. I gotta say, for those of you on the radio, uh, Bill is somehow involved in X-rays, legally or not. We're not sure. He's hey, still, hey, uh, and he's got this giant X-ray of a somebody with a thumbs up, and uh, or a thumbs down, depending or on or a what thumbs down, or you can even be hitchhiking, or you can be hitchhiking, and uh, this is this is how this man made his living for below so many years. Scares me. Scares me with the health industry that comes. Okay, to John, 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 John. What position is that? What Are position you, was that? You expect me to remember that? I'll I knew you wouldn't. You're gonna realize once I got out of Wichita Falls, Texas. Yeah, that shit was gone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. I'm gonna have enough of that to wipe my whatever. That's pretty much what. Uh, that's pretty much what Sylvester Stallone did. That's it. You don't know how to use the shells. The three shells. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Ed, actually, uh, this playing this is going to be Ed's fault because uh, he the blame can, where it lays. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, of course. Uh, oh no, we're not playing King Chuck. Oh no. Oh, why not? Oh no, no. Why not? No. Go go to Twitter. We have it. King Chuck. I I, I just can't. If it uh, makes Ed that nervous, I'm gonna agree with him. Come I, I, on. It's a democracy. Come on. It's not really. No, it's not. It's King Ed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Come on. Vasculate a little bit. Let your hearts go. Just slow down your heart a little bit. But I think I think our go ahead. Go ahead. There's your background. Oh God, my lords and members of the House of Commons. I am deeply grateful for the addresses of condolence by the House of Lords and the House of Commons, which so touchingly encompass. What our late sovereign, my beloved mother, the Queen, meant to us all. But I'd like to make one thing straight. Charlie's in fucking charge now, and shit's about to get fucking real. 
As I stand before you today, I'd like to address some of the tyrannical shit I'm going to do as king. First off, America, we're taking you back. You cunts have been free for far too long. I would not have it. Australia, you're going to become a massive fuck-off prison again. Fuck you, cunts. India, you're safe. We don't really want you back anyway. Also, I'm bringing that thing back where, like, the king gets to fuck your wife the day you get married, if he wants to. That was a cool rule. Anyway, cunts, adios. I'm out of here. Oh, now that was impressive. I hadn't heard that yet, so I, I like that. Thank you, John. I, I stumbled across <laughs> that yesterday, and same thing, I clicked on it, and I apologize to anybody I, that. The offended, I, the offending I, I, language. And letters I, right here. For all the women out there, I had nothing to do with that. I clicked on that, and I thought it was just you know going to be uh, King Chuck. That'll uh, be you know, Speaking, and then. I thought the voice was a little, you know, I thought the voice was a little off, but it and then I guess the chowdies in chat. <laughs> you Americans have been free way too long. <laughs> He's not wrong. No, He's not wrong. He's got a point. <laughs> Look, that man's got a lot to do in the couple of years he's got left on this planet. He's well, been waiting seventy years to. Uh, for this opportunity, and his his dreams of being being a twenty something, thirty something year old king running around having a grand old time, those days are gone. See, ya. he's out. He's, he's not gonna be, out. be able to say it's good to be the king. It's good to be the king for however long it's going to last. Meanwhile, William is sitting there going, "Hmm, come on, Dad." Meanwhile, back in the back cave. Cat Kate Middleton is polishing up that crown. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, pretty much. She's, she's gonna make a hot queen. I'm sorry, I hate to say it like that, but she's gonna be a hot queen. She won't be the see. queen. She'll be the queen consort. Exactly. Yeah, say, that's exactly what they're calling uh, my queen. <laughs> no, that's what that's what they're calling. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Camilla. 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 Yeah, the the queen. Uh, Consort. 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 The king's plaything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. John Shannon said that. I'm sorry. Over, over John here. Sh John Shannon. Who the hell is John send, Shannon? Send the letters to that man. It's cards and letters, Bill. I'll take. I'll take. I'll send take. The telegrams, too. I would. Whatever. We, see, this is why you don't get a pick on the songs. Yeah. You don't have the lay of the land. You're not the group. Ask John how often I post on the facer about songs. Nobody cares. Yeah, no, no, nobody but you. I don't care. I'll tell you. Know. But you know what's important, Bill? I'm the only one that matters. <laughs> I got a better idea because you do. Some shut this down in a minute. Thank you, King Donald. <laughs> Because you do, you do do something on Facebook that's actually pretty cool. Oh, me? You you post the lyrics of of different songs, and it's up to whoever to uh, guess chime the, in. What to chime in and and actually uh, say what the song or what the song was, title of the song, title and artist. Up the hippie to the hippie and the hip hip hop. You don't. Oh, sorry. We already did that. Bill. But um, you also have to realize that Bill 
Bill is straight out classic rock. There, there is no, there is no middle ground for him. There is no top forty or pop for him. He is right down the road, classic rock. Now, now, Bill. While we still have a couple minutes left, and uh, so I don't have to waste time with you after we're done, uh, do you fully understand the concept of one hit wonder? Unlike Mister Shannon, who was yes, uh, I do. Who was mildly confused about it? Yes, I understand. What does that pertain to a one-hit wonder? What is that re- referencing? It means you had one hit that made it into the, the charts, and then you were gone. When you say you, do you mean the song or the performer? The song. song. No, not the performer, the song. No, it's the performer. A lot of times it, you could say the performer, but now there have been some performers that went on to another group and have hit because no, no. I'll show you a perfect example of, of the one hit wonder going somewhere else. Layla by Derek and the dominoes is considered a one hit wonder. That is correct. Mm. However, for that group, for Eric that group Clapton, that's right. But Eric Clapton has moved on. Yes. But for Derek and the dominoes, it is right. true one hit. Right. It doesn't matter who's a part of the band. Right, John, John thought it had to do with the position of the song on the charts. That's not no, it at all. No, 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 no. It's no, no, one no. and done. See ya. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the lineup is. Sorry, Whatever John. that record gotta, that came out. I gotta agree with the king here, John. See that? I really don't. I'm not really all that uh, disappointed by that. <laughs> no, I shouldn't be. So I got nothing else. I got you forty do. seconds. Yeah, 40 seconds. I got less than that. My kitty just came in, so I got to pet my pussy. (sighs) (laughs) You are fine one pretty. Oh, come on. (laughs) Uh, He was referring to the cat. (laughs) We we collect on the first of the month. Come back, Freddy. (laughs) Freddy? That's my cat's name. I don't think I Freddy Mercury. Freddy? Please, clock, get there. I had another one that was Ace Freely. You did, did you? Yes, I did. Is it too late for us to? Oh, thank you. Ah, there we Praise go. Praise Christ. Say hallelujah. <laughs> say amen. <laughs> I think it's time. To, I think it's time to say goodbye for this uh, week. It's been real. It's been fun. But believe it or not. We'll be back again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. For Ed Van Ness and Bill Fancher, I'm John Shannon. And I got the money. Hey, John. You go home now. (laughs) See ya. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there.